So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, Gigging Pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little different, and I'm going to ask you for advice, because in about a week and a half, I have a public show, which if you have been listening to many of these episodes, you know I don't do very many public shows, but I got this public show um, a couple months back, might have even been late last year, I don't remember exactly when the contract was signed, but this is a town is hosting like a Friday in the park kind of event. And they, uh, they hired me as their electric violin um, performer. And I, it's more like a concert setup, which I don't do that many concerts. I mainly am a private event performer. So I'm not entirely sure what to expect. I'm going into this a little bit scared and nervous, but I will figure it out anyway. And that's why I'm asking you for advice. It's like, how the heck do you put on a concert. And maybe this is just uh, an episode for me to kind of think through that. What what shifts do I need to make um, in order to make this a successful concert? And, you know, hopefully you'll be my brainstorming partner. And if you have any advice and tips, please feel free to email me, jared at booklive.com. I would love to hear them. Um, but anyway, so it's going to be a concert. The people that are coming is, you know, families and some of them might be lawn chairs. There's going to be food vendors, maybe drink vendors. And I think it's going to be a, a fun, family-friendly atmosphere. I will be supplying my own PA system. And then I think I've got about two hours of performance. And I'll take a break in between the two. So two 45-minute sets, roughly. And I guess I'm going to have to do some stage banter, which... You know, I have a background as a classical musician, violinist, viola player, uh, conductor. And as a classical musician, you typically don't do stage banter. If you've ever been to a classical concert, you know that oftentimes there's no talking at all. It's just, let's appreciate the music. And, you know, typically it's classical music. But with my electric violin act, I don't really play classical music. I play mostly, you know, covers. It's kind of like karaoke where I play a lot of, I would say some top 40s, but, you know, classic rock, um, a bunch of bunch of genres. And I think it's a good show. People have told me it's a very entertaining act, but I'm just worried that if I get up on stage and don't talk to people, don't do any stage banter, it'll be kind of an awkward show. Or maybe people won't notice. I'm not sure. But either way, I think I want to have some stage banter. Obviously, I am comfortable speaking to people. You know, this is a podcast after all. That's the main thing that we do here. And I do have experience as a elementary school music teacher, which I think might come in handy as I try to, you know, entertain people. So I'm sure, you know, at the beginning of the concert, I'll get on the mic, introduce myself, or maybe I'll start with, with a song. I think, I think that's probably the better way is just start with playing. And then after that is when I get on the mic, introduce myself, thank them for, for coming and just uh, kind of explain what they're going to hear. And then 
play. I think it's okay if I do mostly music. And then, uh, yeah, probably maybe in between some of the songs, I might like introduce some of the songs. Or, you know what I really should do is I should research stage banter. You know, what do people do for that? Um, Because that's kind of my approach in all situations is like, I do put myself into situations where I can fail, where I could fail at the stage banter thing. It could be completely awkward, but I'm going to do it anyway. So that's one of my big philosophies in life is just, even if you're scared or nervous, just do it anyway, because either you'll, you'll figure it out or you'll fail. And there's nothing really wrong with failing. Like it just means you had a learning experience. Sure. There might be some short-term pain associated with being embarrassed about failing. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to have any long-term impact, which gives me the freedom to not be as nervous or scared going into it. Because I know nothing really bad is going to happen. No one's going to say, oh, your stage banter sucks, and then hold a knife to my throat. <laughs> um, so anyway, once once I got the mindset in that, like, even if I fail, it's not that bad, then comes like, the learning phase. I think I mentioned this yesterday. Like, I think one of my biggest assets is my willingness and ability to learn new things. So that's when you go into research mode. And I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to search Google a lot and probably watch a bunch of videos of successful bands and watch a bunch of concerts, which actually sounds pretty fun. And just try to model it, take some notes on that Heck, I could probably even use ChatGPT to come up with some stage banter. But I don't want it to sound memorized and, like, you know, not off the cuff. I, I want it to sound improvised in, like, a conversational tone with the audience. So I'm not going to go too hard on writing a script for myself, but just kind of bullet point ideas uh, based on the videos that I watch. And then I might practice a little bit, you know, just say some of those words out loud, see how they feel. And then maybe as I'm practicing my, my music in between songs, practice with a little bit of stage banter. So that's when you get from the learning phase to the implementation phase. And yeah, I feel like it'll be okay. I definitely welcome your advice and I will 100% let you know how it goes. I might even record it just so we can have an archive of it. And that would actually be pretty cool having a, having some real concert footage. Because I think I would like to do more of these public shows. But there is definitely a bit of nervousness holding me back from doing them. Plus, you know, they have a reputation for not paying that well. And I'm not necessarily in the business of building fan bases. I want to get paid. So I'll let you know how it goes. But I hope this was helpful to even think through how I uh, think through a process in my mind. But it all starts from this place, this mindset of being willing to fail and fail fast because really nothing that bad will actually happen. It'll be totally okay, even if I do uh, fail and totally screw up on stage. So yeah, fail fast, then go into learning mode, find some models of who is doing it successfully, break apart what they're doing it, analyze it even take some notes. I might even transcribe their stage banter and then try implementing it yourself. And even if, like, I don't want to be exact replicas of the people I see, uh, that's where you got to put your own unique spin on it. 
that kind of is the three-step process for everything is be okay with failing, find a model, learn what they're doing, and then do some of it yourself with your own unique spin. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for being my brainstorming partner today. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.